Third World Cinema Club. Welcome to a very special live episode of Third World Cinema Club. I'm John Tawasil from Present Confusion. Yes, uh, hello, ako po si Paul Castillo from the blog Kung Sine Sine Lang. I'm Princess Kinok of Film Police Reviews. Hi, I'm Jim of Jimmy Colati Bapa. Hello, I'm Engelbert Rafferty of Film Police Reviews. <laughs> Louis Baharom of Cinefilio.ph. And we have four very distinguished guests joining us today. Hi, I'm Laurie Reyes of Peque Hi, good evening. I'm Joe Makasa. I'm Direct Peque and Direct Laurie's Assistant Director and Production Manager. Hi, I'm Onat Rios, currently the uh, Executive Council Member of the National Committee on Cinema and uh, former board member at uh, SOFIA. Hi, Laurie and Joe. Uh, sorry Hi, about Peque. You're, you know, you're, I know you're very, very close to him. You've worked with him for the last 20, 30 years. So I condone this. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm Tadiko. I'm a cultural worker. I've been uh, doing film programming for, for at least three, three decades. And uh, yeah, I used to be the former chair of the NCCA Committee on Cinema. And also, like Onat, also a member of SOFIA, Society of Filipino Artists. Good evening. Yes, uh, good evening or good morning or good afternoon whenever you're listening to this podcast. We are here to celebrate and remember the life and works of Direct Peque Galiaga. Uh, so let's start this episode to uh, by asking our guests how they first met Direct Peque. Let's start with you, uh, Direct Laurie. Um, how did you first meet uh, Direct Peque? How we met Direct Peque for the first time? Yes. Uh, nagkakilala kami ni Peke through a common friend, si Mario Tagiwalo, who was a presidential speechwriter for four presidents. It, this was during the time of Champoy. Pero matagal, hindi pa ako taga-showbiz nun. Kaya matagal bago ako naging, uh, na, bago ako napasama sa uh, industriya ni Peke. Matagal na kami magkaibigan bago ako naging showbiz. Okay, uh, Ma'am Jo, kayo naman po. Una ko siyang nakilala, uh, 1994, I joined the Negro Summer Workshop in Lasal, Bacolod. Ang una ko talagang teacher was yung wife niya, si Tita Madi Galiaga, and then he gave a talk in one of our classes. Yun. And then the next year, kinuha niya akong maging facilitator ng uh, MASCOM Seminar Workshop niya. And then, doon na kami nagkakilala, nagkatrabaho una, and then Uh, when I graduated from college, nag-graduate ako today, the next day nasa aeroplano na ako dahil papunta na akong Manila para gumawa ng Magic Temple. Oh. Magic Temple was my first movie. Pero before pero before ako gumawa ng Magic Temple with them, nag, sa kanila rin ako nag-practicum nung college ako. Pumunta ako ng Manila to do a GMA telecine called Gunita. Tapos, ako yung wardrobe doon. Yun. Okay. Sila unang nakatrabaho. And, uh, of course, Sir Teddy, your experiences meeting Direct Peke. Ah, yes. Uh, ako, I'm not a filmmaker, no? I'm not in the movie industry. Uh, I'm in uh, doing uh, cultural work. And uh, my really my encounter with Peke was, you know, when he joined the... When we both got elected into the... National Committee on Cinema of NCCA way back in 1994. No? So it was a three and a half year term. We began in mid-1994 and then ended our term in 1997. This was the time when NCCA was under Ambeto Campo and then after that in between uh, it was under Cecil Godote. No? So we spent uh, about three and a half years together uh, in the committee which was chaired by um, Doy Del Mundo, Claudio Del Mundo Jr. Peke mm-hmm. was the vice chairman. And among other committee members were Mel Chonglo and myself. No, There were, I think, nine of us. Okay, sir Onat, uh, how about your experiences? With Derek, I first met him sa set ng Agaton and Mindy. Yeah. So, bali, nagpa-sign ako sa kanya nung press kit ko ng Oro Plata Mata. So, daladala ko. Pero prior to that, we were exchanging emails na. Yeah. So, doon yung first uh, meet up ko sa kanya. 
yun, after that, yun, naging ano, si direct naman kasi akala ko nga is na bero, eh, pero hindi <laughs> <laughs> naman ba siya. Kasi there are times yung may-intimidate ka sa kanya, no? So, pero pagka nakilala mo siya, yun, ano, uh, hindi naman siya ganun ka-snub talaga. Medyo lang. <laughs> Alright, so the first point of discussion for the day is Direct Peck is Scorpio Nights. I think this is a movie that most of us have seen already. Yeah, ako, siguro lalabas yung edad ko dito, pero um, I remember watching this when I was just uh, a little kid. Yan, and uh, yan, meron I-copya kami ng Betamax nitong pelikulang to. Tapos yun, doon ko siya pinanood. Oh my God, tao ka na nun? <laughs> <laughs> pero, pero hindi, hindi noong 85. Wala pa ako nun. Pero ano, uh, later on, ano yung piece na. Nabutan mo beta dyan, ha? <laughs> Kala ko kami lang. <laughs> yeah, um, yung start ng Scorpion Eyes, tumawag si Mother. Ah, uh, Hmm. Doon kami ni Maddie eh. Uh, nung tum- nasa bahay kami ni Peke. Tsaka ni Maddie. Maddie is ano, Peke's wife. Tumawag si Mother. Ang so kinuwento sa amin ni Peke, usapan nila afterwards. Sabi niya, tum- uh, ayun, si Mother yun. That was Mother um, telling me uh, I should think very, very fast uh, about ano, a really bold movie. We, I think we called it bold at the time. Uh, yes. uh, 1984. Uh, 1984. Uh, daw tayo ng, ano, let's, uh, we're going to she's going she's asking us to do a sexy movie she's asking me to direct a sexy movie uh, hindi daw, promise daw ng gobyerno hindi nila isesensor oh really so di tawag kagad kay Uro uh, dati nung panahon na yun PA pagaspas tawag namin eh, we were a group si Don Escudero si uh, Uro de la Cruz si Madi Minsan si minsan yung AD namin kasama diyan brainstorm kami ng brainstorm. So, pero this time ang nangyari instead of brainstorming, brainstorm kami ng brainstorm. Tapos one day dumating yung art director namin si Romel Bernardino. Tapos sabi niya, "Direct Peke, there's an article here from isa sa mga bastos na tabloid. Um, it's about a high school student na binaril ng police." Uh, kasi nahuli niya na ano, uh, impraglante delikto. Eh, caught in the act na huli niya yung third year high school students uh, tinutonting yung asawa ng polis. So, binaril yung polis. Ah, sige, let's do that. Eh, Marcelo, uh, hindi pwede yung polis yan. Sabi ni Peke, let's do it. A secu- uh, let's uh, make it a security guard. I want Louie. I want Louie. Oh, Heda. Uh, ganun. Uh, tapos si Uro, I want, ano, I, uh, I want um, Anne-Marie. Ganun, casted na. Oh, no, it's just a matter of looking for the boy. Kaya lang, shortly after this, inatake si Peke. December 1984, he had a massive heart attack. So, ano na kami, last stages ng pre-prod, mag-shooting na. January ang shooting namin. So, in the month of January, they, the, the St. Luke refused to release Peke. So, we escaped. We actually, we must have escaped, okay? Because we, I remember, Peke and I were passed through the ER. Kung na-discharge ka ng legal, bakit ka sa ER magdadaan, di ba? So, so, malamang tumakas kami. So, that's it. Uh, very briefly, which took long, uh, then we started shooting Scorpionites. We, uh, si Don Escudero had built this set in Cubao, uh, of all places, where ma- where mothers, uh, old theaters, may dalawa siyang sinihan sa Cubao, katabi ng mga, mga stasyon ng Baliwag, stasyon ng ano, yun talagang kanto ng Aurora at saka Edsa. Meron dun malapit ng magiba na bahay, ay na building, na nasa likod ng sinihan niya dati. Dun, dun kami pinagawa ng set para walang rental. Yan, yan yung act theater, di ba? Hindi? Yeah. It used to be a uh, Uh, Maya. Ano, ah, Maya, Maya, yes, Maya, Maya. Naging ano yun eh, naging charismatic something. Anyway, hindi na set theater at that time. Uh, so gumawa ng set doon si Don Escudero and that was, we worked on Scorpion Eyes for 13 straight days in that small uh, set. 
that was built by, ano, which was the interior of an old Binondo house. In Binondo, we only shot one day. Uh, on, on that day, we had those actors, uh, yung mga The Boys, yun, uh, tsaka si Pen Medina, yung exterior ng pinto lang yun eh. Tapos yung opening credits na naka, uh, na, yung Ari Tusi, naku, my God, yung mga bata, alam pa ba yung Ari Flex Tusi? Handheld yun na, ano, na 400 feet ang laman na, ano, na film. Uh, nakabayong, kasi ninanakaw lang namin yung mga, uh, you know, Uh, images for the opening credits. Uh, so that's it. That was the beginning of tonight. We started for 13 days. 13. 1, 3, 13. Yeah, 12 days in Kuala and one day in Binondo. So any questions from the floor regarding Scorpionites? Ako ano, kasi nung bata, aminin ko po, nung bata ako, medyo conservative kasi yung, <laughs> yung background namin dito. So matagal-tagal bago po na bago ako namulat na, ah, maganda, maganda pala yung Scorpionite. So, siguro yung question ko is, um, what pushed Teke Galiaga to create Scorpionite? Um, or, and you po, to create, um, or to do Scorpionite? Yun, eh, uh, matagal, uh, pa- parang, hindi naman yan part ng kanyang mga, ano, future plans for films. Pero nung when the opportunity came, ah, uh, nung sinusulat namin yung ano yung sequence treatment uh, it was ano uh, very consciously Peke wanted it to be a commentary on on the political situation on the repression of the time sabi niya let's have a lot of armalite sound pa 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 really ano in the distance uh, sabi niya tapos uh, lagyan natin ng mga punuin natin ng radio shows. Let's produce our own radio shows. So if you watch Scorpionites again, listen very closely to the punk rock. Ang dami namin ginawang radio show doon. Including me, uh, uh, ginaya ko yung boses ni Ernie Baron, pero puro kabastosan lang ang sinasabi ko. Uh, kasi yan po, ano, yan pong uh, observation sa English, yan po ay ganun, ganun. So listen closely to the no. I got lost. Uh, uh, I, I forgot the original question. Sorry. Matandaan. <laughs> okay na po 'yan. <laughs> okay na po 'yan. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Ah, uh, ako po, meron lang I guess bilang sa pag pag siguro sa pagbasa ko ng pelikula. Ah, uh, napanood niyo na po, hindi po ba ni remake itong um Scorpion Knights into a Korean film? Ah, uh, Summertime. Yeah, yeah Summertime. Oh, the director of that, ano, that guy who directed it actually went out of his way to go to Bacolod and to talk to Peke to ask permission if he could do a Korean version hmm. of the ano. And, and interesting yung usapan nila kasi sabi ni Peke, how do you propose? Si Peke, sabi niya, I was so thrilled that this Korean was going to do a cover version, kumbaga, of our Scorpionize. Pero tinanong niya yung director, sabi niya, how are you, how do you propose to do those things where uh, where Daniel Fernando is peeping from the second floor? Kasi, hindi, parang, ano eh, uh, one floor lang yata yung traditional, ano eh, Korean dwelling eh. So, yun, I, I forget what, what ano na yung nangyari sa usapan nila pero that was one of their most ano the longest ano parts of their conversation kasi it made him think <laughs> interesting po yung ano eh interesting din po yung parang uh, yung political connection niya kasi po syempre ang Scorpionites um, it revolves around yung post-assassination parang turmoil following nung pagkamatay ni Ninoy Aquino yung yung bago 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 mag-EDSA revolution kasi 1985 to di ba tapos yun naman pong sa yung Korean version yung inano niya yung kanyang political situation is around the ano Gwangju uprising kung yes. na, opo kung natatandaan niyo po yung ano yung pelikulang A Taxi Driver 2017 yeah. um, it's partially based on that so it's it's a, it's a 
very violent crackdown on um, pro-democracy supporters. So, uh, ang galing na, ano, ang galing na, parang cross-culturally na itali niya yung dalawang pelikula na, yung na-adaptable yung, yung kwento ng pelikula eh. Hindi ba? Yun lang. <laughs> Observation lang. Hindi <laughs> naman tanong. <laughs> Pero kami kinukonvince, uh, ako, kinukonvince ko si Peke, sabi ko, gawin na natin police. Eh, eh ano ako, radical ako, uh, aktivista <laughs> ako sa Bidiman eh. You know, and I lost so many friends uh, to the Marcos, ano, Mara- marami kong kaibigan na matay sa Diliman at saka sa Ateneo. Uh, I was never from Ateneo but uh, I was an, an organizer sa mga aktivista ng Ateneo. Eh. So sabi ko, gawin na natin police. Sabi ni Peke, huwag na. Tama na yung security guard, baka hindi tayo mapalabas. Sabi, Alam mo naman si Amy. O nga po eh. Uh, during, during those times po ba, parang nag, nanghihingi pa po ba kayo ng parang police support or parang ganon? Kasi di ba yung parang suporta po from the police department or para yung mga sa permit-permit o kaya parang for consulting work, ganon? Nagaganon po ba kayo back in the day? Nung po nang ngayon, hindi pa. Hindi eh. Hindi. Hmm. Hindi pa uso yun eh. Hindi katulad ngayon ng mga panahon ng mga taping, ang dami-dami mga kalokohan na... Oo oh, nga po eh. <laughs> na, nung panahon na yun, no? If I remember right, I don't think we had to ask any permission mm. from the barangay, not like now, and and from the local government, from the mayor, from the... No, wala. Wala naman. We didn't have problems. Pati nga yung mga songs, di ba? Kumanta ka ng Skyline Pigeon, oh, pwede mo kantayin dati. Oo. Oo. Kailangan ng permit. Ang kanta ng Skyline Pigeon si ano. Name, si Kaloy, Balasbas. So yung yung parang hindi masyadong pinopolis yung copyright po dati. Mga copyright stuff. Hindi pa. Hindi mga scoring namin nun. May mga Beach Boys. May mga Bee Gees. Unfaithful Wife was full of copyright songs. Punong-puno. May pagka, ano, naka-interesting nga eh, kasi parang mas cre- sa akin, creative freedom yun eh, na oh, lalo na kung wala kang restrictions in choosing yung yung music na gagamitin mo for your... Hindi, tsaka evocative eh, songs of the period. Yes, exactly, o oh, nga po. So pagka tinanood mo years later, oh my God, ito yung one and only hit ni Sean Lennon. <laughs> oh, ito, ang bata pa ng bosses ng Bee Gees, you know, is also evocative of a period. Uh, Aside from ano, nakakainis yung ano, <gasps> nakakainis yung ano, bagay, ano, is for the artist, ano, kaya mo na. <laughs> May ako dyan kay Direct Lori. Sige pa. Direct Lori, uh, who had a hand in choosing the songs na kinanta dito sa sa Scorpionites? Yung tinugtog sa gitara. Kala, pigyon, pigyon pa pag-pronounce eh. Uh, those are all Peke's choices. Except, uh, nung nagpaparada yung mga bata na may dala silang patay na pusa, I just call you. Yun na tayo eh. Yung ba yun? Yes, ako. Once fall in love, meron din, direct. Yun lang ang kanta na ako pumili. Oh. Everything else, si, si Peke, ano, kasi si Peke is a music lover. Uh, musikero kasi yan eh. Ang galing mag-piano at saka mag-gitara. Mm-hmm. Tsaka they used to sing like Peter, Paul, and Mary. Mm-hmm. Yung tatlong magkapatid, si Peke, si Ricky, at saka si Chita, Gallaga. Mm-hmm. So, ang, ano, ang dami niyang tapes. Panahon pa ng kasete no, natandaan nyo. Hindi pa namin alam na magkakaroon ng CD. Oh, we didn't know the future. Thank you, Derek. Ayan. Uh, any more questions, Jim? Hello po. So, um, napansin ko po kasi um, yung Scorpionites tsaka yung Virgin Forest na si Peke Galyaga din yung nag-direct. Very similar sila um, in terms of the direction and at the same time kung paano nag-play out yung politics, yung body politics to mga characters. Um, of course, yung main difference in kapansin-pansin is yung characters who played them uh, in uh, Scorpion Night, si na Orestes Ojeda, si na Ana Marie Gutierrez, sa ano naman, sa Virgin Forest, si na Sarsi Emanuel. Um, 
intentional po ba yun na at the time? Kasi napansin ko din na same year silang nirelease eh. Um, intentional ba na maging very similar yung approach po both ng Scorpionites tsaka ng Virgin Forest and also to the fact na same lang din yung nagsulat nun which is sina, ano po, sina Uro de la Cruz? Ang no intention at all. Kasi ang, ang naging similarity lang doon yung ano eh. Uh, sa akin ha yung yung sex scenes which were never in the original screenplay of Virgin Forest um, ang nangyari kasi doon uh, although hindi ba merong romantic ano yung between Abel Jurado and Miguel Rodriguez and Sarsi grabe yung ano nila yung sexual politics nilang tatlo Nung matatapos na kami ng shooting, sa Timonan pa naman kami, binisita kami nung ni Bernal at ni Mother. Si Bernal kasama, si, kasama ni Mother si Bernie. Uh, nagpunta doon si Mother para mag, makaawa kay Peke. Sige na, bigyan mo ko ng sex scene. Magpapahayag naman niya si Miguel na maghubad. Si Sarsi, wala tayong problema. Alam mo naman, naghubad yan talaga. So, pakiusapan mo yung dalawang lalaki na maghubad. So, yun. Very fast. Tapos na namin yung shooting ng ano eh. Nung iba nag-village, tapos na namin yung... Konti na lang sinushoot namin nun eh. So si Peke, nag, uh, nagpagawa ng kubo dun sa harap ng resort namin sa Atimunan mismo. Nagpagawa siya ng set kay, ano, kay Don Escudero to replicate the floor and at least uh, and to the floor and dalawang dingding nung... Uh, isa sa mga bahay sa iba nag-village. Tapos doon namin sinute yung sex scene. Tapos yung may, malap- may malapit na forest doon, actually, na hindi na kami umakyat sa Bitukang Manok because that's where mostly we shot Virgin Forest, doon talaga sa Bitukang Manok eh, sa Timonan. Pero yung nakahubad sila, ano, na top shot, na, na nasa, nasa crane si ano, Dengar, Baltasar, na hindi gumagalaw na crane, basta top shot lang which in, uh, today would be taken by a drone. Uh, yung nasa forest na nakahubad silang tatlo, doon lang namin sinute na malapit sa resort namin sa Atimunan. Uh, but those were requested by the producer. And pumayag na rin kami. Uh, pumayag na rin si Peke, you know, being the director. Na sige, lagyan mo naman ng sex kasi lalabas yan sa ano, sayang naman yung sa film center lalabas yan. Walang censorship yan. Ganun eh. Ganun ng ano ni Mother eh. Yung pakiusap ni Mother eh. Sige na nga. Eh si Miguel naman, ay naku, sumalangit na ang kanyang kaluluwa. Napakahirap katrabaho ng taong yan. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. I said something controversial again. Um, no, no, no. no. He, he was problematic. Uh, he had problems at home. So, uh, it doesn't dispose. Uh, so, yun. Na, nakuna namin sila nakahubot-hubot without genitals. Uh, teka, may interesting ako, alam ko malayo sa question, pero alam nyo ba na nung isang isang araw, eh, siyempre alam ng lahat ng tao sa Quezon na nagsushoot kami doon na si Sarsi Emanuel, 92 kami na lalaki. Dalawa na lang ang babae sa ano namin, sa, sa nakasama namin sa si Sarsi Emanuel at saka yung alalay niya na tomboy pa. Okay, yari ka dyan. Ah, hindi, saka makeup artist, oh, tatlo. Makeup artist namin, 80 years old. Pero, uh, uh, anyway, ang interesting fact about Virgin Forest is nagkaroon ng one-day truce ang NPA at ang Philippine military dahil pareho nilang gustong makita si Sarsi. Wow! Yun lang pala kailangan ng peace process. Oh my gosh! As production manager, di ka usap ko yung ano eh yung yung provincial commander weekly nireregaluhan ko ng ano ng whiskey ng ng Johnny Walker di ko alam kung bakit siguro natatakot ako na babarilin niya kami um, yung provincial commander doon na nagpapanggap na private halatang halata naman na PMA dahil dissenting dissenting magsalita at saka pag nag nagaano siya minsan nag uh, unconsciously he ano he, he goes into english So alam na alam mo nagpapanggap lang na private anyway. Eh sabi uh, uh, paano to? Gusto ng manood ng mga bata ko eh nung ano eh. Sabi, sabi ko sir pro- problema po kasi 
nasa ano nasa red area kami nas which means it's an NPA area where we are shooting where we were shooting so sabi sabi niya i can ano uh, can you tell them can you reach out to them tell them i, I can call a one day cruise so we can all watch so yung bodyguard ko may bodyguard ako noon dahil lagi maraming dalang pera police lang yun ng atimonan uh, sabi ko eh, may kapatid siya na NPA so sabi ko kausapin mo nga so nagkatotoo talaga on one side NPA uh, so walang dalahan ng armas yun lang ang ano uh, dapat wala kayong hindi kayo armado pero makakalapit kayo as close as 10 meters to Sarge Emanuel actually oh. sa kabilang isang side NPA isang side mga PC Philippine Constabulary hindi na inabot mga bata pa kayo eh. pero nakakatawa kasi magkakamag-anak tong mga PC tsaka NPA so makikita mo <laughs> yung mga anak tumatawid may dalang skyflex Oh my God. kay Papa sa kabila. I lost myself. Yeah. Ang ganda ni Sir si Emmanuel. Tagapagdala ng ano eh, ng kapayapaan eh. <laughs> oh, yung, yung tawiran silang tawiran. Iba may dalang mertayol eh. Band-aid. <laughs> Para oh, sa barilang bukas. Pero truly, it was a truly amazing thing na on one side, nakikita mo mga NPA. On one side, mga police na nakasibilyan. Walang pagkakaiba sa kanila. Ayun. <laughs> Alam mo, Lori, sana may behind the scenes ng footage na yan because it, I think it would make a, mo- a very interesting movie. Yeah. Oh, oh, Dati kasi hindi pa kami nag-i-invest sa mga behind the scenes. Na Alam mo naman ang mga budget noon. Talaga ipitan na ng gusto. So, at saka, you know, hindi ang... Uh, siyempre, may video technology na at the time, ano? Pero hindi kami nag-i-invest behind the scenes. Yun lang. We were lucky na, na merong mga professional photographers sa ano namin, yung script supervisor namin uh, uh, at the time, si, si Chuck Pontal turned out uh, turned out to be uh, a professional photographer for the United Nations in Africa. So, we have fantastic pictures of of uh, Virgin Forest because of him. But we don't have video coverage. Mm. Any more questions bago tayo mag-move sa next parang part natin? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Can I, uh, can we go back to Scorpion? I just want sure. to make a comment, no? Sige pa. Kasi, uh, when I watch it then, no? And, you know, nabasa ko rin mga reviews. Parang walang masyadong matinong review na, na sinasabi. Kasi, maganda yung sinabi ni, Ro- ni Lori, eh, yung revelation na yung, especially yung sa sound design nila. No, but uh, when I saw it before, I I noticed that you know, uh, because of the soundtrack, especially, and there's not much happening. It's akala mo puro sex lang, no. In fact, there is one even there was even a review by a manunuri that's that called the film pornographic, no. Hanggang sex lang siya ganon. Pero that's the manunuri for you. <laughs> pero pero it's a it's a film about martial law that doesn't depict martial law per se, no. Wala yung mga rallies, walang mga arrest, walang walang military. But then, if, if you listen to the soundtrack, it's all over. It's all about the martial law era. No? And I think it demands a reviewing. It demands a reassessment because of that. No? Yeah. It, it becomes more relevant, uh, even more relevant today. Tsaka uh, isa pa, no? the year before 1983, pinalabas dito yung ano, no? Siyempre, wala pang... Hindi pa malakas yung mga video, hindi pa ma- madaling hanapin. Yung In the Realm of the Senses ni Nagisa Oshima was shown at the Manila Film Center, uh, at the Folk Arts Theater, during the second Manila International Film Festival. Folk uh, Arts Theater. Ang daming nakapanood nun, libo-libo. No? Wow. <laughs> and I don't know if Peke was one of those who went uh, troop out to watch, no? Kayo, Lori. <laughs> yes, si Peke acknowledges that, yung Realm of the Senses, as a direct uh, influence when he was uh, directing uh, Scorpion Eyes. He acknowledges that in many interviews. Yun po bang, ano, yun po bang in the realm of the senses na pinalabas sa Manila International Film Festival? Dumaan ba siya any, in any way sa mga sensors? Wala, or wala. walang censorship? No, no, the MIFF was sponsored by the Marcos government. Oh. So completely no censorship. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. Completely no censorship. Uncut. Uncut. And even uh, Nagisa Oshima was here because he was part of the jury of the, oh, wow. the, of the wow. film festival. 
Oh, you will not believe yeah. the people who came here. Werner Herzog, Klaus Kinski, Nagisa Oshima. Ang dami, ang daming sikat na filmmakers and, you know, and film people. Grabe, in fairness. <laughs> Ayan. Ma, I, I think nga, it, Scorpio Nights really does need a reassessment. Yung, yung problema lang, wala talaga masyado nang nagsusulat eh, about, you know, uh, films, much less yung mga older films eh. Yung nagiging problema natin, lalo na sa larangan ng film criticism or film review writing. Oo, pero dapat talaga, dapat talaga merong magsul- magsimulang magsulat yan eh, lalo sa mga kabataan. Pagtsagaan nilang i-review yung ano, para balik na rin lahat ng mga ano, mga kabalbalan na ginawa ng manunuri. <laughs> Gusto ko niya. <laughs> Gusto ko niya. <laughs> marami silang ano eh, marami silang they hit it, ano, uh, just right. Pero marami rin silang ano, kasalanan sa ano, sa larangan na yan. Don't get me started, okay? Change topic. <laughs> no tempo. Pero in fairness, kasi yun yung in- misconception or conception namin lagi sa, sa Scorpion Nights na it's an erotic film pero reading all or hearing all of your comments, um, parang iba pala ang perspective niya. Diba? So, it's really good to know. Makes me want to watch. Uh, and we should show it again in the presence of uh, Bulacan Governor Daniel Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV lang siya kanina. He was interviewed over uh, on the news no? about uh, what's going on in Bulacan. He's the governor of Bulacan province. Yeah. Yes, governor. All right. <laughs> um, so, ano, um, one of the, yung parang, a very, yung one of the parang genres that Direct Peck is very well known for is the horror genre. So, Yan, marami siyang entry sa Shake, Rattle, and Roll. Siya ang nag-direct ng Tiyanak, na ni-remake very recently. Um, so, ano, uh, could you tell us a bit about yung ano, yung, pwede po kayo mag-comment, Direct Lori, on yung uh, work nyo ni Direct Peke on yung mga horror films or yung horror film output ninyo, yun. Pagay uh, okay. ng mga entries niya sa Shake, Rattle, and Roll, yung Tiyanak, etc. Okay. Yung Shake, Rattle, and Roll, uh, hindi ako kasali talaga sa sa Shake One. Opo. You know? Third World Cinema Club. Ayun. So, siguro tayo-tayo muna pag-usapan natin yung yung mga horror films ni ano, ni Direk Peke. Yes. Um... Yung, napanood nyo ba yung Chanak tsaka yung remake ng Chanak? Siguro, sama na natin yun. Yung si Julian Santos. Um, ako yung Chanak lang talaga. Yung una, the one with Lot Lot. Yung pangalawa, with Judy Ann. Ah. Napanood ko pareho eh. Yung yung una, natatakot ako. Ayokong, ayokong mag-isa sa, <laughs> ano, sa, <laughs> sa kwarto. Kasi baka may, tinatakot kasi ako mga magulang ko. No, no, ako, baka may Chanak. Yeah, yung, pero dun sa remake ng Chanak, nag, if you've seen it, nag-cameo dun si Lot Lot at saka si Apo. Janice. Yeah. Uh, Janice. Yeah. Yeah. Cameo sila. One day shoot. Yung mga nurses na pinatay silang dalawa. Mm. <laughs> yung originally si Susain Gonzalez tsaka si Josie Galvez dun sa original. Silang dalawa yung gumanap dun sa remake. Yun. Uh, dun sa... I'm back. Okay na po. <laughs> Ayan. <laughs> okay. Sige po, Direk. Um, um, do I have the floor? Yes po. Yes, Direk. Go. Okay. Um, yung, yung unang shake, rattle, and roll, hindi ako kasali talaga at all. Pinayar ako ni Peke. Ano yan eh, pagkatapos sa pagkatapos siya tayo ng either unfaithful o basta hindi pa kami partners niya na in directing eh. Pinayar niya ako kasi meron na, meron. Parang after kid, huwag kang susuko, Direk. Yeah. Ha? After kid, wag kang susuko. Hindi. Uh, Hindi ba? No, Direct no, no, no. yeah? uh, um, Shake, Rattle, and Roll 1. In other words, hindi ako kasali at all. But since I was living in the same compound as Peke, kami nila Ronnie Lazaro, nila Jaime Fabregas, nakikita ko nung ginagawa nila yung pakpak. And it was the biggest wing I had ever seen. Of, wala, yung concept ko nang manananggal na yung concept ko nung manananggal galing sa Pilipino comics eh, sa Iwaga, yung mga, ganun, mga horror laging yung comics. Hindi ganun kalaki yung pakpak ng ano eh. Sabi ni Peke, 
it has to be what's the term it has to be you know credibly you know you, you know you have to believe that the wings can carry the weight of, of half a person so it has to be huge so ang laki talaga nung pakpak na ginawa ni Rodel Cruz grabe anyway uh, pagdating sa uh, Scorpio 2 na ayun syempre director na ako noon ang ang gusto kong comment gusto kong sabihin ano in general sa lahat ng shake rattle role na umabot niya ng shake rattle ng role 50 ang numero man yan <laughs> nung, nung panahon na yon maganda yung concept eh kasi uh, convinced namin si mother na give us the freedom to kasi gusto niya ang trilogy rin sabi namin kay mother sige give us the freedom to to use different genres for horror pa rin pero iba-ibang genre yung ano yung tatlong episode kasi uh, kami lang yung director tapos kami lang yung kami rin yung susulat i mean it's up to us yung script so nakakaano kami na nagkaroon kami ng freedom na dapat may isang about a traditional galing sa pinoy folklore dapat mag-introduce tayo ng isang bagong uh, creature na hindi hindi pa nag-exist sa Philippine mythology <laughs> ninyo kalawa yung katlo dapat meron tayong medyo com- comedic ano na script para may medyo uh, a lot of humor yun which the the kasi nagsasuffer in comparison sa mga shake and rattle and roll namin yung mga later no pero yun tatlo na director noon eh tatlong director na hindi naman sila they had no way of conceptualizing a whole movie yung kunyari tatlong director mag-usap-usap oi ikaw gumin mo to ideally pero hindi naman eh naging tatlong director uh, na hindi naman nagpapataasan ng ihi pero ginagalingan nila syempre in their own way pero pag pinanood mo walang unity madalas yung ano at saka Sobra namang napakatipid na ni Mother nung panahon na yun. Pagkatapos namin, we had the, we were very fortunate na hindi kami tinipid ni Mother sa shake 2, 3, and 4. Sa pagdating sa 5, sila Don Escudero yata yan, tsaka si Joey. Hindi ko alam sino yung katlo. Baka Manikas na Nyeda ba? Tama ba o not? Yes. Um, Oo. Yan, sila Don Escudero, tsaka si Joey, tsaka si Manny, tinipid na ni Mother na gusto. So, unfair lahat ng comparison after 2, 3, and 4. Yun lang, yun lang isang gusto kong sabihin tungkol dyan sa Shade, Rather, and Roll. Unang-una, we had the freedom to conceptualize the whole movie of three episodes na nakontrolado talaga namin ni Galyaga. Unlike the following directors, which is, are always three of them, eh, well, si Chito Ronyo ba nakagawa ng, parang nakagawa ba si Chito ng tatlong episode by himself? Yes. Yes, yes. Nakagawa siya. At least siya, ano, Uh, went back to the same mold that we uh, we were working under. Yon. Yeah, uh, I, I I just take questions about Shake Rattle and Roll. Direct Lori, may question ako ah. Yung po bang sa ano, sa, yung sa multo episode ng Shake Rattle and Roll 2, rest house po yun ano, ng DOH, tama ba? Ah, yung ano, uh, Janice De Belen and, uh, and Eric Kizon. And Eric Yeah. <laughs> Uh, rest house siya ng Department of Health which we were fortunate to have access to kasi under Secretary of Health yung best friend namin si Mario Tagiwalo so ano, gobyerno may ari nun uh, we got it rent free uh, soon after, I think less than a year ba yun hindi ko na matandaan after we shot there, nahulog yun sa kalsada sa baba dahil nag-earthquake niya, yung big earthquake in Baguio. Yeah, it was a huge rest house. Yun yung pinakamalaking uh, fireplace na nakita ko sa Pilipinas. Kasya kami ni Peke sa loob. Ah, okay. So, Ganong kalaki. Pagka pinunumo ng kahoy, hindi, you cannot stand sit, ano, sitting on the sofa kasi ang init masyado. Along, ano ba yun, direct? Along Leonard Wood? Hindi. Along ah? Leonard Wood sa Baguio? Le- anong... Anong street ano po ng bahay? Kung alam nyo yung climbing lane, tapos kung alam nyo yung Baguio General Hospital, yung kakapasok mo lang ng Baguio noon bago mag-rotonda, doon na yun, sa entrance ng Baguio, in front of Baguio General Hospital. That's where it is, where the streets are really steep. Okay, thank you. 
Any more questions from the floor about Chick Rattle and Roll? Ako po, sa part one, um, kasi nga po na-mention niyo earlier na tatlo yung director ng Chick Rattle and Roll. Uh, at the time, ang mga director nun is si Maning Borlasa, si Ishma, si Ishmael Bernal for Prigidere, tapos yun nga si Peke Galyan. Ang tanong ko lang po is, although they were directing respective um, segments or vignettes for um, Chick Rattle and Roll, Meron po ba silang kanya-kanyang contribution? Pati si Peke, dun sa bawat segment o bawat episode. Kumbaga, paano po nila tinitulungan yung para maging coherent yung story ng first Shake Cattle and Roll? Yung Shake One? Uh, I know for a fact na kasi magkaibigan si si uh, the director, si Maning ba isa? Opo, si Maning Borlasa. Tapos Prigidere. Si Ishmael. Ishmael Bernal. Si Peke uh, used to be the production designer of, uh, of Bernie. So close talaga sila. So they must have had discussions. Uh, si Maning, I don't think so. I'm not aware na nagkaroon sila ng pag-uusap tungkol dun sa ano. Kanya-kanya, basically yun eh. Kanya-kanya. Tsaka, nung panahon na pinipreprod ang ano, Um, shake, rattle, and roll one. Halos nasa probinsya lang kami lagi ni Peke nun eh. Nasa Lukban kami, shooting something. Ano ba? Unfaithful ba? Um, basta. I'm I'm almost sure halos walang, walang usapan between the three directors. Jim, may question ka? Yes po. May question po ako, Direct Lori, regarding um, shake, rattle, and roll. Kasi uh, yung first shake, rattle, and roll na ginawa niyo po, yung title niya, Aswang, Diba po ito yung kay Manilin Reynes? And then, you made another film with Direct Peke. Aswang din yung title. That was 1990. Yeah, with Alma. With Alma Moreno. Ganun po. So, uh, with these two films, although they have the same uh, title, paano po yung naging treatment nyo or approach nyo with these horror films? Okay. Yung, yung Aswang ng Shake 2, that wasn't the original title. Ano kasi yeah. yun eh, yung basic, basically yung kwento na yun, nanggaling yun sa isang, I think it's uh, iligay non folklore. Uh, di ba Jo? Tama? Galing yeah, Tiniente Tinien, eh. Tinien, Gimok. Yung story ni Tiniente Gimok. Ah, okay. Yung Ganyan, urban legend. Yeah. Oh. Na, meron silang paniniwala na ang daming taong naniniwala na nag-e-exist itong, itong baryo na to na iniimbita nila yung uh, yung isa sa mga dalaga doon, iimbitahin niya yung mga kaibigan niya, isang kaibigan niya, uh, madalas sa college, tapos iimbitahin niya mga miyesta sa kanila, tapos hindi niya alam siya pala yung handa sa piyesta. Dinagdag lang namin yung element na sana virgin. Uh, dinagdag lang namin ni Peke yun, yung element na dapat virgin yung ano. Hirap na hirap nga kami kasi Uh, halos lahat ng dial nun ako nagsulat eh yung as, aswang sa shake um, ayoko gamitin yung word na virgin eh hindi ko naman maisip kung ano anong sasabihin mo kung ayaw mong gamitin yung word na virgin <laughs> untouched forest Ay, hindi ka nagdagalaw <laughs> oh my god anyway um, yun <laughs> ayan uh, tanong pa guys shake rattle and roll before we move on ano yung original question tungkol sa aswang nga? Uh, ano yung relation between aswang na ni Alma tsaka ano? Na-lost na ako, sorry. Uh, okay, okay lang po. Uh, paano po yung naging treatment nyo po then with aswang with Alma? Kasi it's a different story naman eh. Yung kay Manilin sa Shake, Rattle and Roll. Oo. Oh, yung kay Manny naman, yung kay... Hindi, si Manilin is in both. Yung kay yeah, Alma Moreno yeah. naman, we, uh, no, we, we went out of our way to make it Uh, maraming humor. Uh, yung maraming ano doon, yung mga, 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 mga kalokohan doon. Uh, <laughs> parang ginawa namin magaang lang. Yung madugo yung mga ano, madugo yung mga madugong eksena, pero maraming mga quirky characters. Si, what's his name? Si stunt director namin dati. Uh, Some brilliantes, right? Don't worry. Ha? Don't worry. Sam Brilliantes? Yeah. Ha? Hindi, hindi. Yung isa sa mga killer sa Aswang. 
Sambrillantes yun, di ba? Oo, si Sam, Sambrillantes. Ray, Ray. Ray Solo. Ah, Ray Solo. Ah, Ray Solo, yeah. Tapos ginawa namin clutch. Si ano, sobrang clumsy ni Jan Estrada, mga ganun. Tapos ang daming kalokohan ni Joey Marquez. Na ang dami na yung pinagawang kalokohan kay Joey Marquez. One of which is, di ba, hinahabol niyo yung ano, Ina, ano, hindi namin masyado nakuna ng maganda yun eh. Dapat, nung naging baboy damo si Alma, tapos hin- hinabol pa ni Joey yun, tapos inakap niya pa yung baboy damo eh. Uh, kaya lang hindi na namin nailagay sa final cut. Kasi naging itim siya. Uh, trivia, hindi namin alam. Yung animal wrangler namin, hindi, uh, hindi inamin sa amin, hindi siya nakakuha ng itim na baboy na native. So, andala niya, kulay puti. Uh, uh, land race, they're called. Or, uh, basta puti yung baboy. Bago mag-shoot, pininturahan niya ng enamel, itim. <laughs> so, nung inakap ni Joey, naging itim yung costume niya. Alam mo naman si Joey Marquez, ang mamahal na mga shirt. That's it. Ayan. Thank you po, Derek. Thank you po. Ayan. <laughs> Derek, dagdag lang din. This is a question po from um, our FB Live viewer. Wow. Um, this is from um, Kuya Manuel Pangaruy of Tagailog Special. So, um, sabi niya po, paborito niyang um, Shake, Rattle, and Roll episode is yung ate. Um, correct me if I'm wrong po. Tama po ba ako? Number th- nasa number three yun, di ba? Shake, Rattle, three. and Roll. Yes, so, uh, gusto niya daw yun kasi nakapag-inject ng fear kahit walang halimaw or CGI. Ngayon, ang tanong niya po, Direk Lore, may recollection po ba kayo tungkol dun sa episode na yun other than casting Ate Lutz as Ate Lutz? <laughs> oh my God. Grabe yun. Kasi, syempre kami nagsulat nung ano, no? Uh, hindi ko alam kung kanino nakakredit yung screenplay noon, pero... Imagine mo, nung, nung una pa, ina, ina, namin kakain ng, ng lupa si Gina Alahar. No. So, actually, muntik na siya magka-diabetes dahil sa, ano, sa pinapak, pinakain sa kanya na lupa ni Don Escudero. Kasi uh, yung, ano doon, cake, yung lupa doon was made of cake and uh, hairo. Yun yung ano noon eh. Biscuit na ano, chocolate biscuits. Tsaka isang katutak na ubalpin. Yung garden scene, kung saan, yung sa garden ni Armida doon, ni Armida Sigunreina, na kumakain ng lupa si Gina, na dinadakot niya, isang katutak na cake yun. Na chocolate cake yung nilagay ni Don sa lupa para hindi siya makadakot ng tunay na ano. Kasi sinusubo talaga ni Gina, tsaka nilulunok niya talaga. Yung, ano, yun, yung isang memorable. Pero isang isa sa pinaka-memorable, When we were shooting the ending, we had may nagsabi sa amin, uh, sabi san maganda, maganda yung ano yung for some reason maganda yung photogenic daw yung ano yung cemeteryo ng Candelaria sa Quezon. Oh, sige doon tayo, doon tayo. Unang problema, naghukay kami para doon sa butas sa pinale, di ba? Kung saan mamamatay sila ano, sina Gina Alahar at si Subas Herrero. Nung hinuhukay ng art depth, ano sina, eh, kung paano kami nagko-communicate nun, basta umabot sa amin ni Peke na uh, sabi ng art depth, amoy patay na. Uh, three feet pa lang. Yung, ano, eh, sabi ko, wala tayong magagawa. Ituloy nyo na yan. So, eh, ang order namin ni Peke, uh, we want it eight feet deep. Hindi pwedeng six feet kasi alos lalabas na yung ulo nila nila, ano, nila Subas Herrero. Ang lalaki nila Subas eh. So, Uh, tapos nung mag-shoot na kami, ang daming tao. Sobrang daming tao. Tapos nung pag nag-clear namin, uminit na yung ulo ni Galyaga kasi you, 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 uh, fuck you, you're visiting your, your dead at this time. It's 2 a.m. You're not visiting your dead. Kasi ang katwiran nila, puntod po namin to. You know, nakatayo sila sa puntod ng lolo nila. Or, uh, So at 2 a.m., ang daming tao. Tapos si Armida, na ano na siya, nawala na siya sa, ano, sa sarili niya. Glory, can you get rid of these people? We're eating. Ano to, uh, uh, dinner break. 
naka ano kami sa yung tent namin hindi uso noon yung covered tent. Meron lang kaming tent mm. kasi magkakaroon ng rain effect. Kung walang rain effect noon walang tent. Um, so may tent kami pero bukas yung dingding. So yung mga tao were looking over the shoulder of the mga artista. Uh, nasa, nasa balikat ni Armita, ganyan, para siyang si ano, Zuma. Na, uh, so sabi, can you get rid of these people? Ganyan. Anyway, hirap na hirap kami sa crowd noon. Talagang inumaga kami. Muntik na namin hindi matapos yung eksena. Tapos, one way to drive them away, uh, or the winarningan ko sila, kasi ako nagdi-direct ng mga full shot nung, ano, nung rain effect. Oh, ulan! Bumbero! Go! Uh, loko, ayaw nyo umalis dyan. Oh. Basa kayong lahat. Oh, alas alasin ko ng umaga, basa silang lahat, ditakbuhan sila. Oh, pagtakbo nila, roll! <laughs> And action! Oh, wala na, wala na, ano, wala nang problema sa crowd. Pero napakahirap noon. Kasi nga, siyempre, nagtitipid din kami, hindi na namin, ano, uh, may nagsabi kasi sa amin, okay daw mag-shooting sa Candelaria kasi sanay na, sanay daw sa shooting ang mga tao doon dahil madalas doon si Ronnie po. Ang totoo pala yon pero sa kabundukan ng Candelaria, hindi sa National Highway Cemetery. Hindi doon sa cemetery ng munisibyo, doon kami nadali. Yeah. Yung, yung, nags, yung sumulat ng screenplay ng nung ate episode was si Jerry Sineneng. Oh, oh yes. Uh, si Jerry Sineneng. Naalala ko yung prop na bote ng Malatayon. Kasi... May eksena na bubuhos talaga ni ano ni Nalimutan ko na eh. Basta may problema kami noon kasi Malatayon is highly poisonous. Apo. <laughs> so talagang takot na takot si Don. Naghahanap siya ng you know ng garapa na almost exactly like it ililipat na lang nila yung label. Hindi naman nila matanggal ng malinis yung label. So we used an actual Malatayon bottle na binabad ng art dep sa kung ano-ano. Pero ano na yun baka hindi kaya malason talaga sila subas at sila si Armida si Gorena. <laughs> <laughs> Tapos po yung regarding naman po dun sa 1992 version ng Aswang, yung ano po, yung stand alone na film, uh, sabi po ng isang FB audience natin na um, great choice daw yung pagkakast kay Alma Moreno. Um was oh. it daw po ba fir- the first choice? for the for the role si Alma Moreno po ba yung first choice for the role Oh yes oh nung panahon na yon uh, yung mga ganyan believe it or not hindi kami nagcasting yan most likely I'm not sure ah pero most likely sinabi sa amin ni Mother igawa niyo ako ng horror bida si Alma Ganun mm-hmm. Many of our movies were made like that Gawan mo ako ng ano ang lead si Richard Gomez at saka si ang ano niya ang leading lady niya si Janice uh, ganun so we would write something na yun na yun ang character so most likely Alma Moreno sa given uh, sa Aswang to be continued